Hi, my name's Jackie Davidson. And my name's Lisa Parker. And welcome back to the John Gosling Cookbook Podcast. And today we're going to have a go at to bake pippins or pears. Now you've picked this one out of the recipe book, haven't you, Lisa? Yes, I have, yeah. So we're going to read the recipe out first from the original book, to bake pippins or pears. Take your pears or pippins and wipe them clean and take a bodkin and run it in at the head and cut at the stalk. Then put them into a hot earthen pot and bake them, but not too much. You must put a strong new ale to half a peck of fruit, tie white paper over the pot that they may not be scorched in baking. And when they are baked, let them stand till cold, then take them out to drain. Squeeze the apples flat with the eye of the stalk and lay them on sieves with large holes to dry them either in a stove or in an oven that is not too hot. So, Lisa, we're going to have a go with a few pears and some apples as well today. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if we bake them separately, because the recipe says either pippins or pears, doesn't it? Not both together. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, in this, in the original recipe, it mentions um, once they've cooked, squeeze the apples flat with the eye of the stalk and lay them on sieves with large holes to dry them either in a stove or in an oven that is too hot. So we're going to bake some and we're going to, going to do some the original way and then we're going to bake some and just leave them as, as they come out of the oven in, in the shape of the fruit. Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's working out what temperature now to to bake them at, isn't it? It really? is, and and how long? Absolutely, yes, because we've got no. Uh, Do you reckon like on a lower heat, about one hundred and sixty or something like that? Go one hundred and sixty. What, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. We'll go at one hundred and sixty. We have to go and, because we don't want to scorch them, do we? That's in, in baking. Okay. Now I haven't got. I didn't manage to get a bodkin, Lisa. <laughs> Why ever not? Why ever not, Jackie? <laughs> can't, you, can't you buy those from the, you know, the local supermarket? <laughs> so I've got an, uh, an apple corer oh, brilliant. with us today. So shall we start by uh, coring the fruit? Yeah, fab. Brilliant. Now, you've got some pears, haven't yeah. you? What pears have you got, Lisa? Uh, the conference pear. We've also got some... It's an old English apple. It's an Ergrimant russet apple. Can shall we start washing them? Let's go them for it, yeah. How many do you think I should do, Jack? About three of each, would you say? Yeah, let's go for three of each. Yeah, what, three pears and then we'll put yeah. three apples separately. Because then we can use half the parallel in each thing, can't we? Jack? Yeah, good idea, yeah. Brilliant. So, pears and the apples have been washed. And I'll just say, this recipe appears on page 87 of the John Gosling cookbook. So this recipe is in the second half of the book, after the book had changed hands at Mr Baker's fate on the 15th of August 1827. And there's no name attached to this recipe. So we don't know um, who popped this recipe in the book. Now as I said, we're going to use an apple core at least, but um, I'll just say what a bodkin is. Uh, A bodkin is a thick blunt needle used in sewing with a large eye at the top which is used to draw a cord or a tape through when making something like a hem. So I can see why that would have been used yeah. at the time to try and take the core out. We're going to try the uh, the apple corer. 
I've, do you know, I've, have you ever used one of these before? <laughs> no, I haven't. Used one of these. <laughs> this will be an experience. Right. Do you think that goes? Yeah, it's like a metal tube and then... Do you think that sits on there? Like, you must just sit on there like that and then you push that in, do you? Okay. It's a funny old contraption, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh. We, we don't want any cut hands. Oh, do you push it through? Yeah, go for it. Oh, do you go like that? You must go, go like, that. like that. That's, That's it. it. Well, you say that. Well, then it's really easy to use. That is, and then you and use that, that will, to that will push, push it out. Hey, that's a good contraption, isn't that's it? That's not bad, is it? Well, it certainly makes easier work of it, doesn't it? Well, doesn't it? Just bless them having to use needles. Right there we go. There's one done. Excellent. Now we will keep these middle bits loose because in the original recipe they were using the core or the stalk to flatten them at the end. Ah. So uh, we'll keep we'll keep the middle bits and uh, see how that goes. This one isn't coming <laughs> out. <laughs> this apple core isn't coming out of the tube. There's always one. Yeah. <laughs> they launch it across the kitchen. done. So we're cutting the uh, the stalks off the pears now. So we've done one pear, just doing the second one. Taking the core out. <laughs> this one's proving a bit more tough. Oh, this is a tough old pair, this one is. <laughs> We've got it, there we go. Bit of brute force on that one. There's a bit of brute force. Right, and the last one then. Right, let's do it. There we go. The bodkin might have been easier. <laughs> 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 Trying to get one. Uh, well, okay. after a fashion, they yeah. are all core. Yep, yeah, they are. We could pretty these up a little bit at the top, couldn't we? Could just cut across the top, couldn't we? Could we could actually. Or, or not. Should we just leave them as they No, I think just leave them as they leave are. Leave them as they are. That one's okay. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's fine, mm. isn't it? Looking good. Looking yeah, good. brilliant. Right, so we've cored them. Um, so now we're going to put them into a hot earthen pot. So we're, well, we've got pots Pot ready. Pots, mm -hmm. Should we get the? Is the oven on? Should we get the oven started, Lise? Yeah. So we're going to go 160 because we don't want to scorch them. Um, so yeah. the oven's on and warming up. Fab. What's yep. your thoughts, Lise? Shall we do the apples in one and the pears in a separate? Oh, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll also mention this. Also referred to in this recipe is a peck. Uh, you must put a strong new ale to half a peck of fruit. 
Now, I think this refers to the weight of the fruit. Okay. Now, a bushel is around 42 to 48 pounds or around 126 apples. Half a peck is five to six pounds, which is around 10 to 12 apples. So a quarter of a peck would be around three pounds or five to six apples. Well, I suppose you could say we've got quarter of a peck in a way today because we've done three apples and three pears because in this recipe they were doing half a peck well that mm. would have been that would have been about 10 to 12 apples yeah in the original recipe yeah so we've sort of halved that that's right so and i also just mentioned apples and pears both belong to the same family it's the rose family um, and there are hundreds of different varieties both apples and pears Apples and pears have been around for thousands of years, originating from the Middle East and Asia. And some old English varieties of pippins date back to the 18th and 19th century. And pears were also being grown in England in the 16th, 17th and 18th century and were used in baking recipes. And also to make perry, which is uh, an alcoholic drink made from fermented pears, a bit like ciders made from apples. So here we are, we've got our earthen pan then, Lisa. Yeah. So we're putting the pears in the one. Ta da! And then I'll put the apples in the other one. Mm -hmm. Now, the only other ingredient that's mentioned this, in this recipe is a strong new ale. Okay. So you've gone for an old speckled hen. Yeah, which is like an English pale ale. And in the original recipe, it just says put a strong new ale to half a peck of fruit. So we're going to split this 500ml bottle between the two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. sit in it. I mm. you pour it over it, wouldn't pour you? Pour it over it, I think. Yeah, it's just go for it. Right. So we'll just pour in the pan over the Um Now, how do we cover it, Jackie? Did it say about covering with... Um... It did, didn't it? Yes. Um, so it said, tie white paper over the pot. They may not be scorched in baking. So, a bit of greaseproof paper perhaps over the yeah, top? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Shall I tuck it in, do you Yeah, think? perhaps it'll just tuck in. Yeah, like that. Okay. So we're going to pop these into the oven, which were preheated, and we've gone for 160. How long do you think for, now, I'm just Jackie. going to say that. What do you think on cooking time? Do you think... Um, try 15 minutes, and then we can just check it. Well, is check... That, is that not enough time, do you think? Probably not enough time, but I'll tell you what, let's check them at 15 minutes. And just in case they've scorched them. Exactly, just to see what, how we think the cooking is going along. So we're going to initially time it for 15 minutes just to check, but we do feel it's going to take longer than that. Okay, we'll come back Brilliant. to them in a bit. So, Lisa, we've had the oven on for 15 minutes. Yeah, we're going to check them now, see what they're looking like. Okay. Smell the alcohol. It smells like a brewery, doesn't it? It does, doesn't <laughs> it? 
tell us. Do you like them? They're not soft enough yet. No, no. Another 15 so, minutes, do you think? Yeah, yes, that's yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going but looking good, mm, looking yeah, good, are, and yeah. certainly smelling good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, Lisa, another 15, 20 minutes has passed now. Shall we check these, uh, the apples and pears? Yeah, okay. Mm. Looking good. I don't know, do you think they're soft enough, Jackie? Yeah, well, Have a little feel. I'm going to put knife. this knife in. Oh, it is. It's super soft. Oh, super brilliant. Soft. Yeah, looking do you think good, they're done? aren't they? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So the pears are looking good out the oven. Shall we have a look at the apples as well, Lisa? Yeah, no props. Let's check those out. Well, they smell good, don't they? <laughs> oh, oh, look at that! They've sort of, of um, the apple has sort of collapsed in the in the pan, it. hasn't it, with the yeah. heat and with the the uh, the pale ale. It's not stuck to the bottom or no, anything. It's that, no. e that easily mashed down like it says to do. Absolutely. So, what should we do? Should we have a little taste, Lise? Mm. Should we dig in with the apple? It's absorbed the alcohol that we put in there. And if we go back to the, um, the original recipe, do you remember at the end, Lisa, it said... Um, so they haven't scorched in any way while they were baking. And then it says, let them stand till cold take them out, drain them, squeeze the apples flat with the eye of the stalk and lay them on sieves with large holes to dry them either in a stove or in an oven that is hot. I mean that apple has kept its shape yeah, yeah. but the other two... The skin's come off the apple hasn't it? The skin has come its... away from the apple but the other two they've sort of collapsed down a bit haven't mm. they? I mean really in effect it wouldn't need much draining because most of the alcohol has evaporated hasn't it? That's it. Shall we just have a little taste of it now? And then shall we put them back in the oven like this to sort of dry off a little bit, mm. as it's suggesting in the original recipe? Yeah, I can so, yeah. So we'll have a little taste, first of all. See what it's like with this pale ale. It's very soft, isn't it? And it's just absorbed the alcohol in. That is nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've added... You can see why that would be a dessert that you use. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've added nothing to it. It is literally just the apple and the pale ale. Mm. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? No, there isn't. It's lovely. So we're going to put these back in the oven. Ten minutes at 140. What do you think with the pears, Lisa? Shall we just leave these to cool as they are? Because they're looking good as they are. We don't they really are, want yeah. to flatten them, do no, we? No, no. So we'll just leave the pears to cool. Mm -hmm. And we'll keep them as they are. And then we'll just dry off the apples and, and see how, how that ends up. I suspect the pears taste just as good as the apples. Try that again. Put it on the edge of that plate, please. Oops, sorry. Now, what you can say with the with the pears is with the apples, we put just the same amount of liquid in with mm. the apples. Now, all that uh, liquid has been absorbed into the apple. It evaporates, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah and you can taste it, lovely and tasty. Yeah. The pears are nice, but they've kept their form, haven't they? Yeah. They're just standing there in the liquor, and all the liquor hasn't uh, evaporated. No, that's right. I mean, they taste nice, but the apples taste exceptional. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. So, Lisa, the uh, the baked apple is out of the oven. It's on the place. Now, what do you think of this now? It's a little bit drier. I mean, all the liquid now. is completely evaporated. Mm. It's gone. We're just it left has. with the apple. I mean, it tastes great. It does taste nice. It doesn't look... 
fabulous to look at. I mean, really, we didn't need to flat it with the store. No. Because it's just completely lost its shape anyway, hasn't it? Yeah. So, interesting recipe. Mm -hmm. We've enjoyed doing this one. So, I think we'll sign off from this one. Yeah. So, thanks all for listening and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.